This is Going Beyond Testing. I'm Mark Allen. We are talking with the CEO of NJ Labs, Sandra Lee. And we're going to talk about what I think is one of the biggest opportunities in the supplement industry right now, and that's CBD. We're also going to talk about cannabis because more and more states are permitting and allowing cannabis to be used not only for medical reasons, somebody has cancer and pain, but also for recreational use. Do you test and have you been testing for cannabis and CBD? Yes. Many years ago, maybe about six years ago, I saw a need for this industry and I had worked with another company to put together a protocol, right? a proposal of how we're doing it, what we're going to do, and submit it to the DEA and FDA. And I had applied for a DEA license to handle marijuana before it was descheduled um, or before many states allowed it. I think there are what, right? 45 states now, 43? I'm I, not 100% sure. Changes. Yes. It keeps changing. But before hemp, the farm bill went into effect and hemp became decriminalized or descheduled, um, and now it's federally legal, we saw a need for the testing because cannabis is the family name, and under cannabis is hemp plant and the marijuana plant. And they're both really good for leaching heavy metals out of the soil, right? It, it makes the soil a little bit healthier. Um, but there's many things that can be used for both of them. Marijuana is still a controlled substance by the DA at a federal level. So if you have a DA license, we can work with you. And that's what we have been doing for the last six years. But, but hemp-derived products, which is very well known for CBD, um, as a cannabinoids, there CBD is the biggest one. There's other minor cannabinoids, CBG, CBN, um, that's becoming more and more prominent in this industry. So what we did was we actually started to develop methods and validate them because what we found out is not many people know how to test for it and there's no standardization across the board. So we applied what we know with the FDA and how we get inspected and what we do for the pharmaceutical clients and applied it to this industry. So we've been doing it for some time um, and we're familiar with the challenges it comes with because a lot of people talk about, hey, you can do this, you can do that, and we do this, but how do you even get there? And we had this need for talking about the challenges that we faced. We need to take a moment here and talk about the opportunity of CBD in particular. Mm -hmm. I believe, and I think you do too, CBD is just in its infancy as an industry, yes. as a separate industry from supplementation, yeah. right? I think it's going to grow with the aging and graying of America. <laughs> um, uh, more and more people are turning to CBD instead mm -hmm. of, of, of stronger uh, uh, products okay. or yeah. drugs even, and we have an opiate uh, epidemic right now with overprescribed people saying my back hurts my back hurts mm -hmm. and then they get hooked on 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 an opiate of some kind uh, oxycontin or whatever it might be do you believe that this industry is going to still explode even more yes humans gravitates trying to alleviate pain and I can't imagine pain going away it's here to stay, just like COVID, right? right. It's here to stay, and we spent <laughs> generations trying to alleviate pain. And I feel like a lot of people don't want to take the same type of narcotics to help manage that. 
and there's a lot of people with chronic pain, so they're turning to natural supplements like CBD products or hemp-derived products to help with those ailments. So I think this industry is here to stay, it's not going anywhere, and it's going to continue to grow. And we're human. We're, you know, you can walk down a flight of stairs and mm -hmm. injure a leg and twist a, an yeah. ankle. You could fall down stairs. Don't mm -hmm. do that, folks. <laughs> but it is an industry that's growing that I think uh, is, is, is going to grow. And as I said earlier, and as you mentioned, uh, the use of, of opiates uh, has grown tremendously. Yeah. It's slowing down, thank goodness. But if you're on an opiate, you're, you're zoned out of your mind. I mean, you, you, you can't function. Where you can function on a good CBD product. Right. right. Um, it's not addictive in nature, um, so a lot of people are starting to turn towards it. Now, I get approached quite a bit, they're like, hey, you work in a laboratory, keep in mind, I don't manufacture anything, right? And no manufacturing whatsoever going on here. But they say, do you know what's good? I go into a store and I have no idea what I'm buying. I, I walked into a store and I was overwhelmed and I'm used to seeing these type of products. I can't even imagine what somebody who's not used to seeing it feels when they walk in. And so there's just kind of like, what should we take? Is this strong enough? Is this, is this like good product? Does it work? And that's one of the biggest questions I get asked. But unfortunately, there's no cl true clinical studies right now. There are some studies where they're saying there's a certain dosage that could be effective. But a lot of times it's not really something that normal people would read. So how right. would they even know? You did an interesting study. You went into a market or you went in, you went into the marketplace and you purchased what how many bottles of different products well initially we weren't going to go and for any other purpose except we need to do some research right we need to make sure our method works and right. we need products to validate our method once we developed it so we had purchased over 15 different types of products from ointments to tinctures um, to capsules and tablets, and now there's mixtures. It's not just CBD. They're mixing things with CBD and melatonin to help you sleep, things like that. So, you know, when you add, when you start with one ingredient and you keep adding ingredients to it, it changes the formula, it changes the way it works in your body. And everybody's body is different. You're going to react to it differently. It may work for you, it may not work for the next person. Right. So it's really important to know what's being out there, what's being put out there on the market. So we went out there to to buy these products and to see if our method worked and if it was accurate enough. And we found a lot of challenges. Yeah, the, the challenge, can I say the big thing? So they went out, they bought the 15 products. How many of those products had no CBD in it? Some of, couple of them had no CBD in it. Um, wow. There was a lot of them that, you know, when you read a label that says 1,000 milligrams, you scratch your head, we test them, it's like, we're not even getting close to it. What we found out is those labels are 1,000 milligrams of stuff that you're getting. It could be a mix of stuff. It doesn't necessarily mean that's what you're actually getting in CBD potency. Um, and so there's, it's a lot of things with the labeling. I feel like consumers not understanding what they're buying and how to read it appropriately and what the information entails. Um, the other part is, because there's no standardization across the board and every lab is doing it differently, every state uh, is doing it differently, the consistency and potency and impurities and whatever they're adding to it is not really accurate. One of the things that I've noticed on CBD bottles mm -hmm. 
is that it'll say a thousand milligrams, and then in very tiny, tiny, tiny yeah. type, it says per bottle. Right? It depends. So sometimes they say it's per bottle. So you're not going to drink the whole bottle or consume the whole bottle at one time. So you break it up. You're right. It does happen in such a way that it seems like to be misleading the the public. Um, so it's really important to be able to read the labels properly, and I, and I think it's one of those things where it's not what we actually do at the lab, but it's just sharing the knowledge that we have with consumers because we want to make sure people are taking the right stuff for themselves. You know right. that that it's appropriate for their body type and what their ailment is. Well, as as we've said several times, and we're going to do a, a whole segment on this in the future, is that we're all consumers. We yes. all you know, many of us have pain, uh, anxiety, and all the other things that CBD mm -hmm. uh, yes. uh, supposedly uh, can, can help with. And we need to know what's in that bottle. Mm -hmm. You have, at NJ Labs, you have created a process, if you will, that you validated mm -hmm. that works to show what's in that CBD product, whether it's the ointment for skin mm -hmm. or an ingestible of some kind. Yeah. So I think the validation process was very long. It was it was not easy. It took a lot longer than I had hoped. Um, I don't know what any other company has struggled through, but we saw that, hey, this did not go the way we expected, which is science half the time too, right? That's why it's called experiments. But at the same time, we did see some consistencies in the market, right? Um, there are some companies who are very good at what they do, and they're very transparent, and they're very honest on their label. So it, don't get me wrong, there are companies who do this job really well, and there are some companies who could still learn from those companies that do it well. And we're hoping to be part of that process. Sure. Uh, do you think that some people don't know what's in their own product? I mean, they're told, mm -hmm by maybe their manufacturer yes. putting right. 100 milligrams of CBD in right. each capsule. But, and, and they, even the manufacturer may think they are. Right, so entrepreneurs who have great ideas about creating a product, right? they hire a CMO, they understand the business, the marketing, the branding. They may not have the expertise for manufacturing and testing and what the science is behind formulation. Right? So they trust their team. But at the same time, they need to have that communication. They need to understand, hey, look, here are the regulations. Do you meet these? And if you do, can you show me how you meet them? Right? It's really important. And the manufacturers trust the laboratories. But again, it's a partnership. Manufacturers need to ask questions. Every role in this from seed to shelf um, process, there's always somebody who can help guide you um, there's always people with expertise, and it's about working together and being integrated as a team. But they are still responsible for knowing, even if they don't. And you have to know. The best way of knowing is by having constant testing and understanding the validation process for your product. Right. So you don't, I mean, you don't injure somebody, somebody doesn't get sick. Right. Uh, somebody doesn't uh, uh, have any benefit and they return the, the product or uh, a federal agency comes after you because it's not. <laughs> and that's not fun. And that's not, that's not fun. Sandra, thank you very much thank today. Uh, I'm Mark Allen and uh, we invite you to visit 
uh, NJ Labs, and you can do so by going to our website, uh, which is on the screen right now. Uh, visit the website, and then actually come out, take a look, tour the facility. You're going to enjoy the people. They're really terrific. And more so than that, you'll understand how NJ Labs can help you and your product line. Uh, I'm Mark Allen for Going Beyond Testing. We'll see you next time.